Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the people with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our psalm for the morning is Psalm 116 on page 486. My delight is in the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my prayer. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and heaviness, then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again then unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak, but I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits he hath done unto me? I will receive the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord, in the sight of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the thirty-third chapter of the book of Isaiah. Hear, you who are afar off, what I have done. 
and you who are near acknowledge my might. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has seized the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? He who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, he who despises the gain of oppression, who gestures with his hands, refusing bribes, who stops his ears from hearing of bloodshed and shuts his eyes from seeing evil, he will dwell on high. His place of defense will be the fortress of rocks. Bread will be given him, his water will be sure. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty. They will see the land that is very far off. Your heart will meditate on terror. Where is the scribe? Where is he who weighs? Where is he who counts the towers? You will not see a fierce people, a people of obscure speech beyond perception, of a stammering tongue that you cannot understand. Look upon Zion, the city of our appointed feasts. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, a quiet home, a tabernacle that will not be taken down. Not one of its stakes will ever be removed, nor will any of its cords be broken. But there the majestic Lord will be for us, a place of broad rivers and streams, in which no galley with oars will sail, nor majestic ships pass by. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, he will save us. Your tackle is loosed, they could not strengthen their mast, they could not spread the sail. Then the prey of the great plunder is divided, the lame take the prey. And the inhabitant will not say, I am sick. The people who dwell in it will be forgiven their iniquity. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. There was, in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the division of Abijah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord, and the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. 
Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And the people waited for Zacharias, and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was, as soon as the days of his service were completed, that he departed to his own house. Now after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me, in the days when he looked on me, to take away my reproach among people. Here ended the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, 
and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, raise up, we pray thee, thy power, and come among us, and with great might succor us, that whereas through our sins and wickedness we are sore let and hindered in running the race that is set before us, thy bountiful grace and mercy may speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace who may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. This is a unique year in the sense that we get a full fourth week of Advent. So the, the lectionary for the fourth week of Advent always is, we only get to as many days as where Christmas falls. Like sometimes I think next year Christmas will fall on Monday. So we'll, we may get no none of the readings for Advent, but because we get a full Christmas is next Sunday, we get a, all the readings for this week we, we, we will cover. And there, each day has its own set of readings, which are kind of prophetic. We have a sequential reading of the Lucan birth narrative, beginning with uh, you know the the story of how John the Baptist was uh, conceived and born combined with prophecies in various parts of the Old Testament that speak about the coming of the Messiah. And this particular prophecy from Isaiah has a couple of themes that are that are that kind of characterize the, the messianic prophecies of the Old Testament. Um, first we have the, the setting of Isaiah 33 is judgment. There's burning coming, the city's going to be um, going to be you know judged and conquered as we've as we've uh, discussed in previous readings and then um, but he asked in question in sort of verse 14 
you know, who among us shall dwell the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with the everlasting burnings? In other words, who can endure through this stuff? And he says, he who walks righteously and speaks uprightly, he who despises the gain of oppression, who gestures with his hands, refusing bribes. This this language asking who can do it and then providing the answer resonates with Psalm 15 and Psalm 24, where where the question is asked, who shall rise up in God's holy place and answers it with the, the, the catalog of righteous behavior that will allow one to stand before God. And then the other part of this um, prophecy, then we get down to verse 17, where your eyes will see the king in his beauty and taken together, the king is the one who will be able to be able to stand because he is upright and righteous. And then the the benefits of the king will be a defense uh, from the enemy that the, the image of of no ships will be able to come and attack Jerusalem, even though Jerusalem's not really accessible by by river or water anyway. Um, it's an idealized vision of a city protected from attack because the the king is protecting it, the righteous king. And and these issues. So so and and the other thing that comes out uh, or this we can connect this sort of image of Isaiah with the New Testament is the image of Jesus in Revelation five, where they where they're weeping because they're saying, well, who who's worthy to open the scroll of lucid seals? And no one we can't find anybody. And then also we see the Lamb uh, who who is Christ. And and so the whole point of of the being able to to make it through the judgment and stand because of righteousness that epitomizes the failure of the old covenant israel couldn't do it could not maintain righteousness so as to stand and so we need someone to come and fulfill the covenant and that's that's what leads us into the birth narrative in in luke as we're going to say here is the righteous one and it's interesting with zechariah and elizabeth that um they're they're, we're told that they were righteous before God, blameless in, in following the, the, the Torah and its commandments. And yet in the narrative itself, we find that Zechariah didn't believe. And, and one of the, the central themes of um, the New Testament is you know, justification by faith, hearing the word of God and receiving it. And in our birth narrative, the, the sort of doubt of Zechariah will be contrast with the the, the sort of faith of Mary, um, and we'll see that Zechariah's doubt is culpable because he's only asked to believe something that's very readily present in the Old Testament. Um, Abraham and Sarah had a child in Sarah's very, very old age. So the idea that, that Elizabeth was older was really not a, a hindrance to, to you know, God, he, there's evidence of that. Whereas we come to Mary, who hasn't known a man in the language of the Bible, uh, she asks a different question. So, so though they're righteous, Zechariah falls short of the faith that justifies, and and so, but but God will do what He does anyway in this. The other interesting thing about this prophecy, yesterday's lessons tied John the Baptist specifically with the prophecies of Isaiah 40, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Today. Um, the, the angel uh, ties the pro prophecy or John the Baptist with the prophecies of Malachi, the very last couple verses of the Old Testament where it says, 
uh, I'll send the I'll send the prophet Elijah, and he will reconcile children to the fathers. And um, Gabriel says he will go before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. So this connects uh, John the Baptist with that prophecy too, making John the fulfillment of a couple of different Old Testament prophecies. And so um, the, the 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 point realizes that human nature falls short in its fallen and natural state, the ability to fulfill the promises of God. And what we're getting in Luke is the introduction to, to the Messiah, Christ, the righteous one who will fulfill the commandments for us. And, and then in Christ, then we are able to rise up in the holy place. And in Christ, we are defended from our enemies. And we should note that the image of Jerusalem, uh, that Jerusalem will be defended and the New Testament is fulfilled in the image of New Jerusalem, which is mentioned several times in Revelation and in Hebrews. Um, it, uh, the author mentions the heavenly Jerusalem. So the, the this concept of Jerusalem has moved forward from in the New Testament from merely the geographic city in the in the Middle East to um, the church, the heavenly Jerusalem that comes down out of heaven from God and begins to fulfill all those prophecies of, of Isaiah on a on a different and, and fuller sense and level. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all the authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, 
to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you, Deacon. Thank you. Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you.